This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. He had a distinct feeling that Jesse likes his thick pectoral muscles. If the way he... T-H-I-C-C. <laughs> oh, yeah. Them Shimato boys is thick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? Genji has no ass. But that's because he's a robot down there. <laughs> yeah, it's a cybernetic ass. Yeah, he literally had to get robot cheeks. <laughs> and you know what? His shit's now come out at 700 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that's Lido, man. How's he supposed to shit on anyone's chest now? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Since when did we go to Cleveland? Coming to the Mayerhof for 37 weeks only. This summer, Night Horse Media brings you the sensational, groundbreaking new performance piece that is taking the world by storm. Cirque du Fan Fiction. Mouthword Mysterio. This tantalizing spectacle will titillate all your sensory organs. You will be stunned from start to finish as your entire being is assaulted by the majesty of over two hours of combined high-flying acrobatic displays acting out erotic fan literature as performers recite it. Featuring special guests Gritty, the Fort McMurray Fire, the Ouya, a damaged rice patty, and the Royal Academy of Quebec Square Boobs dance team, Cirque du Van Vixon Mouthword Mysterio is an experience not to be missed. Get your tickets now at FridayNightFanFiction.com for the event of a lifetime. So we just can't have an episode where everybody's together. I don't know what it is. Is it because I have taken a vow of not showering? You do stink, but that was before you took the vow. Yeah. Only one of you lives with me as well, so I didn't think it would have affected you guys. Bro, I'm still in Maryland. I can see, smell your rank from here. You can here. see my rank from here. It's, I can see it, too. It's pretty that's bad. That's bad. This is a column of rank smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fuck, man. Well... Fucking fuck. Fucking fuck. Let's let's start this off by saying hello. This is Friday Night Fan Hi. Fiction. Before I go any farther, as of the recording today, seasons one, two, and three are no longer on the SoundCloud. Yeah. Ooh. Wait. It is kind of a yay because we're doing this simply because the quality difference between now and then is just too great. All of the episodes have now been moved over to an archives feed that you can get on nighthorsemedia.com. And we think that season four, which starts with the wonderful episode, The Red Cox, is a good place for most people to begin. So who's missing tonight? David's gone. Mm-hmm. John is... Dead. Voice gone. Yeah. He can still lurk. We're just going to be able to make fun of him, but he can't really say anything. I can't see what you're writing, Sean. La, 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 la. That's not how it works, but okay. Pretty sure you have a screen and can see what he's writing. Okay, minimizing Discord. So now I can't see if somebody puts me in the boot box either, and I'll just talk to myself all night. <laughs> I'll put you in the boot box, and then I'll just talk to Val, and we'll hang out. Yeah! That's all right. We should have, like, an FNF host retreat where we pretend to do trust exercises and like each other. Oof. 
I mean, that's just going to lead to a lot of people just dropping other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joining me tonight are Logan and Val, and we're going to be starting with a series that we've never touched before, if you can believe it. Really? We're going to read about Teen Wolf, which I have no idea what it is. Really? We haven't done a Teen Wolf? No. We haven't done Teen Wolf. All right. Did we do Supernatural? Um, nah, yes. Once, I think. Are we were supposed to? Maybe? Yeah. <laughs> it's been so long. Sean. Yeah, Sean. Sean, answer the question. The living wiki, who now we no longer have a wiki, so. <laughs> Perfect that we have a living one then. I don't think we've read Sherlock. Mm. We have not done Sherlock. We have done Doctor Who, though. Yes. We haven't hit all of Super Who Lock. We need to get them all. <laughs> We have to collect all the Pokemon badges. I'm just thinking because we did start releasing the Your Head Cannon is Shit Show, and I know that- Shit Show, yes. Yeah, it is a shit show. I don't think that's the name of it. <laughs> We're basing a lot of it off of how many, like, the top fandoms on Archive of Our Own, so I kind of want to see what the top fandoms are. So Harry Potter is a big one. Of course. Sherlock Holmes and related, Star Wars. Isn't wrestling one of them? It doesn't look like it. Video blogging RPF looks to be the biggest RPF subcategory. That's weird. Yeah. Well, RPF is inherently weird and kind of gross. Yeah. But beyond that, I'm not surprised that people watch like Markiplier and be like, oh, I want him to rim job me. I think that's a little tame. <laughs> Very. I'm aware it's tame. <laughs> the number one theater category is Le Miserable. God, really? Yes. <laughs> wow. Well, <laughs> all right. Followed 3,000 less by Hamilton. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. No, not yeah, at all. No. Wait, why is Bishoujo Senshi Sailor Moon on there? On theater? Yeah. I Have they had stage plays? Uh, uh, uncategorized fandoms. I don't know what Ernie is, but I like how the second one underneath that is Antiques Road Trip. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and of course, the number one in anime is fucking My Hero Academia. Well, yeah. But yeah, we haven't done Teen Wolf, so let's get this Teen Wolf one out of the way called In Which There Is Little Dialogue by Misaki Kaito. Summary. PWP, guys. Straight up porn a la Saucery's Tumblr. Little Mermaid Fusion, where there is no Ariel. Uh... Styles is like Eric, but in love with Peter, who is half octopus, and Peter's in love right back. He just has a funny way of showing it and is endlessly amused by Styles being a chatterbox who's unable to keep himself away from the big bad sea wizard. Okay. Steve, I'm going to apologize in advance. I'm very hungry and I'm eating snap peas directly into my mic. So you started eating. I heard you chewing before you apologized. That's technically not in advance, but I'll still accept the apology. I'm apologizing in advance of you editing. <laughs> You're apologizing to future Steve. If I wanted to be really funny, I would have muted myself in Discord and then apologized. Are you going to do that the next time you eat? I might. <laughs> <laughs> so should I call on you first just to disrupt your hunger? You can't disrupt the hunger. It's never ending. <laughs> would you like to read first, Logan? Yeah, sure. All right. Mm. Mm-hmm. You already read the summary, right? Yes. Yes. That's what he just did. Yeah, I know. I was just making sure. Uh-huh. Peter lived in a cave out on the edges of town near the sea. The top half of his body was of a human male. The bottom half was of an octopus. 
Is this a character from Teen Wolf? No, they just said it's merging with the Little Mermaid. So it's just AU for the sake of it. I don't understand the appeal of changing it this much. I don't know, but since this is supposed to be like a Disney or like kids story, you've been caught doing a crime that is mild enough that you have to do community service and you've chosen to read to kids at the local library. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Very specific voice direction from Ted Hodges, Steve I know, right? I'd rather just take the jail time. (laughs) (sighs) The bottom half was an octopus. He was strange, but powerful. The villagers called him a monster. And none but one ever visited him just to see him. They visited him for spells and poultices. A job once left to Deaton, whoever that is. But alas, Deaton is gone. Just like my free time after getting caught downloading shit from the Pirate Bay. I'll never get caught smoking weed in the <laughs> kindergarten classroom again. <laughs> <laughs> When the villagers visited, Peter was coldly charming. He gave the villagers what they needed for a price and watched them like a satiated predator watches prey. Crunch, crunch, crunch. (laughs) I hope you kids don't mind I brought my snack to the reading. (laughs) The predator was harmless, unless it wanted to play. And the predator found something (laughs) oh so delicious to play with. I think I should probably leave the gaps of silence intact. They're not silence. (laughs) One styles, not styles, still Finsky. (laughs) What kind of fucked up name is that? Styles upon styles, not styles. A boy whose mouth ran off without him. (laughs) Who laughed and chattered and generally acted like a fool. But Peter could see underneath Styles' mask. I'm kind of getting into it now. (laughs) He could see the potential within him. Styles was the first to visit Peter. Asked nothing but his company in return. The boy was so heartbreakingly lonely without his best friend. And so Peter filled that void for Styles and acted more human with Styles than he did with any other. Maybe this would be impressive if I knew the main source material, but as of right now, I'm as checked out as one of the people you're reading to. Yeah, Sam. But it's okay. I'm expecting tentacle sacks, so... Very crunchy tentacle sex. Usually isn't it like slittery? It is, but I'm hearing Logan crunch in my ears and it's just painting my imagination. Peter was gentle and warm with Styles. The only one to willingly visit the sea wizard. The only one who was afraid but wouldn't show it. He covered his fear with barbed words and witty retorts. His mouth running ahead of his brain. His hands going everywhere and feet always moving, always dancing around. (gasps) Peter wanted to tangle his (laughs) limbs around the boy's hands. Were you going to yell? What was the deep in-breath for? (laughs) It's for breathing. How else do you breathe? I don't know. I've never asked a deity how they do anything. Sometimes you just got to (sighs) breathe. 
thanks for the, what did you say? Crunchy, spicy pea breath? They're not spicy. Oh, just crunchy peas? Yeah, just crunchy peas. As long as it's not crunchy penis. <laughs> Do you prefer your penis slimy and soft? Not necessarily fully soft, but I don't want it crunchy. Both end of the spectrum are not a good thing. I just want it to be nice and firm. Is there creme brulee on tube galore? I'm pretty sure there is. Creme brulee da penis. <laughs> You're welcome for the episode title. Beautiful. Anal creme brulee cream pie. Amazing. I hope they don't set it on fire <laughs> right after they put it in there. <laughs> they put it in a ramekin and then they take the blowtorch to it. <laughs> yeah. The video just ends with an R.I.P. still image. <laughs> Rip my creme brulee. Don't you forget about me. <laughs> Peter wanted to tangle his limbs around the boy's hands and feet, trapping them, making them go still under his gentle care. He would be nothing but gentle to Styles, and Peter is nothing if not observant. He has seen the dilated pupils and the flush rising up Styles' neck as Peter used his tentacles to make his potions and poultices. He could hear the hitched breaths as Peter coyly brushed a tentacle near Styles, and Peter finally knew he found who he was searching for. He found his mate in a scrawny little boy who talks too much, <laughs> with wide amber eyes and a generous red muth. Muth. That's not how the word is pronounced. Muth. I'm just going to selectively edit the one word. I'll get TTS to generate it. It's going to sound nothing like you, but it'll be correct. Make it the evil TTS. Oh, evil guy? Yeah. You got it, buddy. Peter didn't mind it at all. In fact, he was going to show his mate the joys of having Peter as a life partner. And that day was today. Okay. Styles had arrived at his usual time. High noon. <laughs> when none of the villagers would ever visit Peter, and when Peter was finished making poultices and potions for the next day. Peter was ready for him, and as Styles put his hat and shoes on a shelf near the entrance, Peter pinned the boy to a smooth section of the cave wall, eliciting a high-pitched yelp from him. Bring it up a tiny bit. Your throat scratching is just a little too much like the grudge. <laughs> That's worse. That's unequivocally worse. How's this? Good. That's fine. Eliciting a high-pitched yelp from him. Hello, Styles. purred Peter as he surrounded the two of them with his tentacles, undulating them against the young man seductively. He took advantage of Styles' slightly open mouth and pressed a hungry kiss to those lips, tasting Styles' mouth for the first time. Styles moaned helplessly before kissing back, and Peter smirked against the kiss. He used the tentacles to strip the teen of the button-up shirt Peter had gifted him with, and of his pants and underwear, with Styles being none the wiser. I don't know how you could not notice such a thing, but alas, he is young and stupid. <laughs> Peter was a great kisser, if he could say so himself. Val? Styles noticed, however, when suddenly the tentacles were brushing at bare skin and started wriggling and squirming. Peter finally broke the kiss and pulled away at Styles' grasp, 
Not grasp, gasp. Ah, uh, for breath. He stopped moving entirely, tentacles and all, barely even breathing until he heard Styles gasp. What did you stop for? Why are you stopping? Ah! What? I'm trying to figure out how to make evil guy say the word mouth repeatedly. Just type in mouth repeatedly. Okay. M-O-U-F. Mouth, 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 mouth. <laughs> I'm sorry. Meow, That's meow, right. meow, meow. And Peter resumed his previous activities ferociously, licking into Styles' mouth while flicking his nipples with his fingers. Peter's tentacles moved to encircle Stills' cock. And played gently with his balls, one pressing lightly right behind him. Styles knees in pleasure and all the stimulation before coming hard, the tentacle warm and wet as they stroked him gently through the aftershocks. Peter pulling away from the kiss to watch hungrily as Styles quivered in ecstasy. The tentacles kept touching Styles' sensitive skin. And he groaned at the overstimulation, twitching as overworked nerves kept firing. Pew pew pew. <laughs> Styles groaned again, his mind completely blown by the pleasure, incoherent as Peter chuckled. The best part's yet to come, love. <laughs> Peter whispered in Styles' ear as a tentacle retrieved the lubricant Peter made especially for this situation. He smeared the lube over his fingers before using all but two of his tentacles to lift the shorter man up. Is this just fucking cold and darkness do go well together again? Current man love? Close to. No, there's no like glitter and... Give it a sec. So he could reach his entrance. Styles gave a surprised squawk. As tentacles wrapped around his arms, legs and torso and lifted him. Up, but relaxed as Peter massaged his abdomen soothingly and tilting him down for another kiss. He reached beneath Styles, first fumbling his quickly hardening cock and balls, pressing quickly on the skin behind him before moving on. He pressed one generously lube finger gently at Styles' entrance before pressing in slowly giving Styles plenty of time to adjust before he crooked it and found his prostate. I'm surprised that in that universe they know about prostates. Also, I'm surprised that you use the word crooked to describe something sexual. No, he crooked his finger. Oh, like the come here kind of thing? Yes. Yeah, that's what crooking your finger means. Not crooked. Oh, okay. Sorry. Crooked. Sorry, I... What your wife said. I forgot that that was a word. I thought that was just her funny Canadian accent. I'm pretty bad at English and at words and language in general, but I I did say crook properly. Like I said, it's not a word that most people use in their daily lexicon, so it just kind of threw me off. All right, please continue. That's because you don't try hard enough. Maybe you should expand your vernacular, sir. Okay. <laughs> Can you crook your finger in my asshole? We'll see if that does the trick. Um, if your doctor allows it. Why? Why are you asking him and not me? <laughs> Why, is your doctor okay with that now? <laughs> I love both of these answers. Oh, shut up, phone. Don't preview the thing. Steve-O, I am your phone. Would you like me to insert my power cord into your asshole? No. And crook it. And crook it. Mouth repeatedly. 
It, it worked great. You did a great job. <laughs> yep. Ten minutes of my life wasted. Keep going. Mouth repeatedly. See, even he got it wrong. Mouth repeatedly. No, you did not say mouth. No. You said mouth. Let's hear it one more time. Mouth repeatedly. Mouth. <laughs> I'm so fucking mouth. correct and you're wrong. <laughs> mouth repeatedly. <laughs> Styles moaned. As Peter pressed Andy, prodded at his prostate before adding a second finger and scissoring gently before adding a third. Styles bucked his hips impatiently, not knowing what exactly he wanted, but he wanted more. As he vocalized his desires, Peter pulled out, making Styles squirm at the sudden emptiness, only to be cut off at the feeling of Peter's cock. I'm kind of disappointed they didn't say Peter's Peter. <laughs> Nudging at his entrance, Peter nudged in slowly, yet inexorably. Inexorably. Tilly bottomed out and froze. The end. <laughs> no. The lubricant should have made it so there would be no pain, but there was no need to be hasty. That's a good thing. You gotta enjoy it. When Styles started to buck his hips again, Peter took that as a sign to continue and started to trust in earnest. Styles was moaning again, and Peter used one of his free tentacles to poke at his mouth, sliding along his lips, pausing when Styles licked back tentatively. Peter's tentacles weren't particularly sensitive, but the sensation was pleasing nonetheless. Peter let Styles suck on one of his tentacles while the other two went back to playing with Styles' cock and balls as Peter thrust into him quickly. Peter latched onto Styles' left nipple, feeling his heart hammer beneath the beneath. Man, I'm having so many issues. Feeling his heart hammer beneath his lips as he sucked bruises up from his nipple to his neck. That's not... No, it's just hickeys. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. I've never been really big on hickeys. It's funny to me because I have never been successfully given a hickey, even though people have tried, because apparently I just don't bruise. Oh, yeah, you're immortal. We already talked about that. Yeah, but your whole body hurts. Yeah, but my whole body hurts. My... <laughs> Look, can't die pain for a million years that's the gig man that's a weird gig do you get paid well though you get paid in living forever oh i was hoping he wasn't gonna bring up the fact that i don't disseminate the money to you guys <laughs> we don't even get paid you just pay us in like milk tokens pizza and laughs you've never paid me in pizza okay i have paid you in other things that are food uh-huh my food's never come from the show. Do you know how much Sean's flight costs? <laughs> I imagine a lot of money. A lot of pizzas. So he better bring me a fucking Pizzone. I don't think you can bring Pizzones on the... We have Pizzones in the United States now. I think... want the Canadian one. You had a Canadian one. Yeah, and I liked it. Yeah. Did you find it any different than the one down here? Yeah, it gave me more of that craving, you know? <laughs> you confuse me sometimes. You know, it's more tempting when it's not available. Yeah, me and Sean have not been paid in pizza. That's just a thing you do with David. Ah, right. And Taco Bell. I think everybody has their own payment method, and I forget. Well, I pay you in Korean barbecue, Logan. Again, the Korean barbecue has never come from show funds. Wait, how do you pay me? Val, I pay you by helping to pay for your medical bills. 
No, that's you being my husband. You know what we gotta fucking do when Sean gets here? What? We gotta get Korean barbecue. That's fine. He's gonna be here for a few days. If you want to see the ridiculous spreadsheet that I've used to justify these payments based on what we get for Friday Night Fan Fiction's Patreon, I will show you. Why do you have a ridiculous spreadsheet? It should be a very simple spreadsheet. 700 tabs. You are <laughs> out of your fucking gourd, son. <laughs> Not just your mind, but your gourd. Can you please keep reading? I don't know if I want to anymore. God, we need to get someone else to manage our funds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, latching, like, hickeys, nipple neck, ah. Nipple neck. Nipple neck? (laughs) Yeah. Nipple neck. (laughs) (laughs) Nipple neck. (laughs) I don't know what this word is, laving or laving. Nipple neck. Let's Google this. (laughs) Nothing interesting, just a bunch of edgy MySpace photographs and then one hand-drawn thing of a baboon. No, to lave. It's to wash. Oh, so you took the French word and just anglicized it. That's lame. Washing his chest, collarbone. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Leaving his chest and collarbones. Listening with rapture at the noises Styles made. It's my turn. Oh, I only got half a page. God damn it. Oh, All boo-hoo. right. You had like a page and a half last time. And lave is not from French. It's from Middle English. Who said that? Love it, love it. The Wikipedia entomology. Oh. <laughs> You're telling Wikipedia is wrong? Do you think people go on Wikipedia and post incorrect etymology entries? Yes. Ah, you're asking me questions I've never thought about. Partly old French. He stopped moving suddenly as no. he reached Styles' Middle ne- English. <laughs> Origin of Lave before 900. Middle English Laven, partly old French. He stopped moving suddenly as it he It re- says, from Middle English... From Old English. He stopped moving suddenly as he reached Styles' <laughs> neck and Styles need in desperation. From proto Imploring Peter to move and to resume the maddening friction. Cognate but Peter from would not Saxon. relent. Styles finally stared at Peter. German somewhat low cognizant German. of what Why Peter German was doing. Why is German a thing? Ah, no, it goes all the way back to ancient Jesus Greek. Christ, I'm going back to the boo box. We don't care. <laughs> we didn't fucking care. Ouch. Not even trying to bring me back. Why would we be trying to bring you back? You deserve it. All the dictionaries you look online, they will say from Latin by Old French. I want to finish this. You're, I mean, you're just incorrect. It's not what it says. So all the dictionaries are incorrect. What dictionaries are you looking at? Dictionary.com. And then there was Lexico. Are you eating too? (laughs) Yes, she is. Yeah, I'm having some of the pistachio almond ice cream because nobody else is eating it. I want food! Then don't go get food then! I'm reading! Or I'm trying to! You guys are arguing about the dictionary! I'm not arguing about the dictionary. We're arguing about etymology. It's from Old High German. <laughs> or maybe Old Norse. Logan! <laughs> Val! Listen to me! No. Do you want to be mine? No. Styles furrowed his eyebrows, not understanding. Are you willing to be my mate? Joined to me till death. Peter could see Styles think, see him consider his options, and knew what Styles' answer would be even before he nodded. With a nod of his own, he continued his way to Styles' neck, where he would place his nipple. He bit down on the junction between Styles' neck and shoulder, biting hard enough to draw blood. Ah. Styles giving a pained yelp that turned into pleasure as the tentacles resumed jerking his cock, and Peter kept thrusting. He quickly bit his own tongue, forcing his blood into the wound. Um, 
There's a lot of blood play going on now. I'm sorry, I'm engaged in a very... Are you arguing about it in staff chat? Yes. yes. I hate both of you. I will go with Merriam-Webster and Dictionary.com. Wait, who is this Merriam-Webster and how long have you been seeing them on the side? For many years. And as he pulled away, the wound healed without a scar, leaving behind only Peter's mark. His claim on styles. I don't know why claim is capitalized. The stimulation and the sudden sensation of pain pleasure must have been too much for Styles because he came with a shout around the tentacle in his mouth. His hand clenching around Peter and his cock jerking in the tentacle's grip. With a few more thrusts, Peter came with a low groan, spilling himself deep into Styles, the young man content and pliant above him. The bond humming with satisfaction and pleasure. Peter brought Styles down into his arms, still connected to him as he brought them both to Peter's resting pool where the water was warm enough to keep Styles from dying of the cold before slipping into it, careful not to jostle his new mate. That was a goddamn run-on sentence. Peter nuzzled his human on the top of his head before placing a chaste kiss on his forehead. He had much to tell his new mate when he woke up, specifically how many new diseases they had but for now, he could allow him to rest. Logan, it's your turn, and you're going to be reading about motherfucking Leon. From which game? Resident Evil 2. Oh, sweet. And the tyrant, apparently. Oh. Hmm. That's weird. Yes. Yeah. Leon never met a tyrant. No. This is Maybe It Has a Heart by Resident Evil Uwu. <laughs> Fucking name. All right. Rating. No rating. Leon was had gone through the station halls many times by now, having killed off as many of those people-eating monsters and the skinless blind fuckers that a note had called lickers. Freaking lickers. He had made his way to the roof, hoping to squeeze past the helicopter that had crashed clean through a hallway. But as he had made his way down the rickety old ladder, it had broken, snapping clean off the wall, and he had landed flat on his shoulder inside. Off of. Snap. Clean off the wall. Off of. Off of the wall. Hold on, let me go to Merriam-Webster and confirm that you're speaking the proper language. No. Damn it! (laughs) I heard him say damn it from downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) He lets out a yell of pain. Damn it! There we go. Having landed on a scrap of stray metal from the helicopter on his shoulder, he decided not to risk pulling it out and damaging anything worse. It would just be his luck if there were so many zombies down by the turn valve. (laughs) This is a perfect description of what a walkthrough for Resident Evil 3 Nemesis is like. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. He had finally managed to kill six of the ten zombies down by the pipe system after finding out the helicopter fire would need to be put out before he could pass. There's no B. The helicopter fire. No, no, no. B. What are you fucking talking about? What B? Is there a bee in the house? You said you wouldn't need to be put out, but it's wouldn't need to put out. Ah. Ah, I see. Would need to put out before he could pass. But killing the zombies and knifing the rest downed, but not... <laughs> what? Jesus Christ. It's already, like, left and riding here? Wow. No, this is literally a walkthrough. <laughs> Just getting very aroused for the next typewriter so we can save the goddamn game. <laughs> killing the zombies and knifing the rest to downed, but not dead states, had left at the cost of all of his ammo and a knife, (laughs) leaving him with one bullet in case he needed it for himself. Wow. 
as he turns the valve waterway from right to left. (laughs) Okay, I do love this. The next to next to next to next to next best thing to actually playing the fucking game. Slightly less good than watching someone watch a Let's Play. Listening to someone describe watching a Let's Play. I'm sure that there must be a market for us doing this to read game walkthroughs and turn them into some sort of narrative. Patreons, let us know. <laughs> game facts. <laughs> yeah. We're here for you. No, that says game fucks. <laughs> yeah. Gamefucks.com might be a contender for the episode title as well. <laughs> I feel like we might get sued. <laughs> Unless there is a company called GameFox. Yeah, I'm going to go look right now. GameFox.com. The site can't be reached, so nope, no suing tonight. He goes back to the crashed helicopter and finally is able to douse it in the water from the sewer system, putting out the raging fire it had caused. (laughs) As he moves into the hallway of the helicopter crash, he looks at the cockpit, wondering if he could... Pondering. Pondering if he could climb through or squeeze around it without falling through the other hole. But his thoughts were cut short. Because the internet cut out before he could go to the next page of the walkthrough. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> this is why you print it out. Yeah. Oh my god. I used to be friendly with this one person who, she would always play super defensive and over level in RPGs and she was a kind for every single game to print pages upon pages and pages of walkthrough. So not just like one walkthrough, would this person print multiple walkthroughs? Not quite. She would have like the main walkthrough, like the one of the most details one. And then there would be one for like the side quest. There would be one for like oh, if she needed a map for some things. That's literally what I said. So she is doing that. This is a very interesting conversation about your friend who printed walkthroughs. No, she's not my friend anymore. But is there a point? I'm going to go find the longest walkthrough and see if our printer can handle it. Great. A giant man in a black trench coat (laughs) and a hat to match. His skin is a pale gray and his eyes an icy blue. Leon stands in shock and fear, having read a note about this thing from the prison cells down below. It was codenamed Tyrant and was supposed to kill everything. (laughs) Raising his pistol with his good arm and giving a soft, shaky breathe. No, that's breath. Breathe has an E on the end of it. Yes. Breath, he glares. He couldn't go back up the ladder. (laughs) And the only other way out was behind this thing. No shit. All right, Val, you're up. Stay back! With a random space afterwards, in the quotes, he warns, and shooed by it's... It is, Ed... But the sudden realization of his mistake hits him hard as the massive creature starts to come at him. Wow, that's quick. Leon's eyes widen as he runs back out to the roof, frantically looking for something he could use as a weapon. The door he had come from slams open. This giant of a thing has to duck nearly a foot to go through. Leon has nowhere to go. He's trapped like a mouse. Much to his demise, one of the zombies from the valve down the stairs grabs him and brings him to the ground. 
biting through his uniform in the process, and it manages to push the metal scrap deeper into uh, his injured shoulder, but as suddenly as it was on him, it's thrown aside by the giant man who he thought was going to end him. <laughs> the other three zombies try to get him. <laughs> That was one whole sentence, and if there's only three zombies left, don't you think you would have named them? Haven't killed him yet, just name them. There's three, so... Glenn, Mart Bell, and the Killer Dynamo. Sure. What? You don't remember the Dancing Brothers? Oh, Glenn Martell. No, it's Mart Bell. No, it's Martell. Okay, Dancing Brothers, Homestar Runner Wiki. Glenn, Mart Bell, and the Killer Dynamo. I don't fucking believe it. <laughs> it's right here. Right here on the Homestar Runner Wiki. You gonna tell me that the HR Wiki is just... Why is his name Mart Bell? <laughs> Why not? Somebody should really do something about Coach C. <laughs> Are you implying he needs to be shot? No. I'm saying someone should do something about him. <laughs> the longest video game, according to How Long to Beat, that isn't a Flash game on Congregate or... The rhythm game Osu, which isn't really how long to beat. That's how many no. yeah. songs you can cram into it. Yeah. Is Men at War Assault Squad 2 with 275 hours to beat. What? That's like worse than any of the Disgaea games. And you were talking about old ass Flash games. Just a fun thing for you to know, Val, and probably you as well, Logan, since this is before your time. <laughs> The same people that have released the 160 gig friggin' Flash game archive have released a 250 gigabyte archive of Newgrounds Flash animations. Awesome. How many of the Meat and Fuck series is in there? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't looked. I've never heard of that series. You've never heard of Meat and Fuck? We have the most interesting conversations on this show. What are you, you've been living under a rock? Maybe? No, he, would, he had too big of a heart on for Homestar. I mean, I did see some new ground shit, but anyways, after we're done the show tonight, you can show me meat and fuck. That sounded so wrong. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Val. But the tyrant snaps one clean in half, and the other two are thrown clean over the building. As for the last one, who was getting up... Wait, I thought there were three left. Whatever. The men grab... It's... It is head in one massive hand and squishes it like a grape with a sickening crunch and squelch. Give him the old crunch and squelch. Yep. <laughs> Leon's eyes are wide as he stares at this man. The tyrant makes a sound deep in its throat before it is gaze meets his. He scrambles backwards as this thing comes closer He ends up with his back to the wall, arms raised up to protect himself. You know, I'm not gonna lie. If I answered the door on a Sunday and a tyrant dressed as a Jehovah's Witness was trying to give me the watchtower, I'd fucking take the pamphlet. <laughs> What he doesn't expect is this thing to pick him up. He yelps and tries to fight back as he's lifted into the air from under his arms. Let me go, you fucker! With a strange extra space after the exclamation point, in quotes. That's for his breathing out, so let me go, you, you fucker! fucker. <gasps> He yells, trashing around. Uh, uh. But the giant only tilts its head to one side and gives a growlish hum. Oh, Logan, I need you to give me the growlish hum. Growlish hum? Yes. <laughs> 
Perfect. It very gently carries him with one one arm <laughs> under his legs. <laughs> what? And the other around his back and resting on his side, very careful of his shoulder. Oh, okay. Meet and fuck a dating site for butchers. <laughs> Sean, upgrade your internet this instant. Yeah, you should have been on the show saying this. Leon was quite shocked when this thing made its way to the main hall and sets him down on one of the medical cots before it goes off to find something nearby. The rookie cop has so many questions running through his head, he holds his shoulder as the pain hits him once again. <laughs> the tyrant comes back dressed as a nurse and tries to remove the metal from his shoulder, but instead just removes his entire arm. Oh, Leon. <laughs> Please don't look at my skirt when I bend over. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely either dislocated by now or the shard of metal on him was through bone. You would definitely know. He's brought out of his thoughts when the giant footsteps of the thing comes back. Just the giant footsteps, not the thing. Just, just oh, the, the footsteps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. So I'm up and then I'm going to bring our guests in. He looks very skeptical as it holds a bag. The boots? Wow, that's skill. Logan, both of us simultaneously looking at a thing in a bag. bag. In a bag. <laughs> oh, it's, it's somebody named Mark Bell. It's not. <laughs> Mart Bell. <laughs> and the killer dynamo. It'd be easier to tell that he said Mart Bell if it wasn't fucking Coach Z saying it. <laughs> I think he very clearly almost pops the mic by saying it, but I digress. It looks like medical supplies, not Mart Bell. Oh, hang on. You're going to go watch it right now. Well, let me go watch <laughs> the tale of Static Dumpington. And Leon grabs at it, but gives a pained noise when his shoulder muscle spasms. The creature looks worries for a moment before gently kneeling by him. It carefully moves his hand away. Oh, no. <laughs> what? I, I tried to type in Saddy Dumpington, and YouTube was like, did you mean Daddy Dumpington? I was like, oh, God, what's this going to take me to? And what? It just took me to Folky Tale. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna change my steam name to Daddy Tumpington, though. <laughs> no! The creature looks worries for a moment before gently kneeling by him. It carefully moves his hand away from the injured shoulder and it gives another growling hum. Logan? Oh, he's watching the tale of Daddy Dumpington. I should leave him be. <laughs> and give him more lube. <laughs> what are you? Before the sentence was finished, Leon's uniform was being ripped and he yelps in pain at the sudden movement. Ooh. The creature gently feels around the wound before grabbing the metal scrap and yanking it out. Oh, that's not how you do it. Oh, no. Fuck. Was I right? <laughs> like, it's written. It says Mart Bell. And you can hear it. Hang on, let me... Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and Smart Bell. <laughs> Damn, I should have made a bet over this. We would have been more even again. Yeah, well, you still owe me $10, so fuck you. Shut up. <laughs> It tossed the scrap aside, ignored, ignoring the pained yell Leon made as it holds over the wound. With one giant hand, and it grabs antiseptic spray from the bag, along with a herb patch and bandages for it. No, please, not the spray! Ah! <laughs> it burns! It will not heal properly if not burn. What does the tyrant sound like? It doesn't talk. Okay. No, it doesn't. All right, so never mind. Leon grunts quietly as it works its way around his wound. The cop 
watches as it wraps up the wound, gentle and very careful of him. So, you're not going to end me, I'm assuming, <laughs> said the customer in line at the Walgreens talking to Logan. <laughs> not for much longer. <laughs> he asks through the uncomfortable silence in the main hall. The response he gets is a growling hum again. <laughs> but this time soft and shorter. So, <laughs> the big guy wasn't one for words, it seemed, now that he was up close to this thing Leon can see that on the left side of its head there was a quarter-sized indent where something must have been lodged in. He gives a soft wince as the creature gently pats over his wound before sitting on a bench across from him and leaning back with crossed arms. So, uh, do you know what the longest FAQ ever written ever was? Because I don't. <laughs> well, thank you, Leon says, and rubs over the bandages with a soft nod. He stands up to leave, but the other man gives a dangerously low growl. <laughs> A noise that sounded like a pure warning. Leon's eyes widen and he sits back down with hesitation. The man moves his hat down to partially cover his eyes before snorting softly. (laughs) Apparently it wanted Leon to rest. The rookie cop wasn't entirely against the idea, but at the same time he didn't want to be eaten in his sleep. If I rest, will you make sure I'll wake up in one piece? And with that, we're gonna go away and grab our guests. Whee! Welcome, Hippie and Woofy, to the to the show that you guys signed up to be on. Yeah. Yay! Yay! So, Woofy, this is like your seventeenth time returning to the show. Feels like it. Yeah, and Hippie, I think this is your second. I was scheduled last year, but I ended up starting a new job, so I had to cancel. This is the actual first time. Well, yay for a new job, but oh no. <laughs> Hopefully that is still the current job and it is going well. No, it isn't. Oh no. <laughs> I had to be let go due to unforeseen circumstance. Dinosaurs. I get it. Oh yeah. Sometimes they just come back and then they say, we're back. <laughs> then let me ask, how did you even find out about the show? Did somebody like put you up to this? No, I, when I first got my first ever iPod, I tried to look up different podcasts to listen to and since i like reading fan fiction i ended up finding you guys and i fell in love with it it gave me a good laugh and i enjoy it very much yay well you have specifically requested something for us to read which we will get to once we're done reading about resident evil okay woofy would you like to read about resident evil okay yeah do you know pedron uh we're on p4 right yes he asks a man with concerned look in his eye. With concerned look to his eyes. Oh, with uh, with a concerned look to his eye. Okay. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the man looks up and gives a simple nod before gesturing to the pile of dismembered zombies. I brought you this present. Oh. Is all Leon says before nodding and laying down for a moment of relief. I know he died. Yeah. To be continued. Right now. Maybe it has a heart. Part two. To wake up on an actual bed was surreal to Leon. He had honestly hoped everything he had gone through was a dream. Just a trick that his head had caused. But to find himself right next to the tyrant that had saved his life (laughs) confirmed his thoughts. Good morning, honey. (laughs) (laughs) 
How are you doing, dear? I hope you slept well. Would you like some sugar in your coffee? <laughs> I'm trying not to blow out the mic. <laughs> Kapow. <laughs> Appreciated. I'm sure the mic says thank you as well. He sits up groggily and rubs his head with a soft groan. Uh, uh. A headache to follow all of the previous events. He sighs heavily and looks to the giant man. His brows raise as he realizes that he had previously been sitting across from the bed, but now he was close. Too close. Leon gives a soft hum noise, suddenly realizing that this thing was asleep in the chair by the bed. I wonder, does the tyrant also sleep with an anime Dakimakura? Because that would lower the menacing factor a tiny bit. The tyrant does not sleep. <laughs> he sleeps with a teddy bear. Plain old teddy bear. Oh, that's cute. His teddy bear is Leon as he squeezes him to death. <laughs> <laughs> the rookie cop reaches over and lifts the man's hat out of curiosity. The tyrant looked so calm. It was a nice look for the creature. Calm and relaxed as it slept. But Leon Jones. Shoo! Honk! Shoo! <laughs> Calm and relaxed as it slept. But Leon jumps nearly out of his skin as its eyes open and stare at him. A giant hand comes up and moves his own way. Pulling the hat lower and over its eyes, it leans back against the much too small chair it sits in. Jesus, you scared the fuck out of me. Leon says, softly holding over his chest for a moment and taking a breather. It didn't look right for a moment. <laughs> well, because there's no commas used where they should be. What's proper syntax? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Next question. He lays back down on the bed and covers his eyes with one arm. What am I going to do? I got to find Claire. So, Hippie, you get to read the last page of this, and then you get to read the first page of the next story. Hold on. I seem to have been completely lost. I will send the link to you personally, and we are on page five of this. If I can figure out how to use my mouse properly. <laughs> Which, you know, is an essential skill as somebody who works in technology. <laughs> I don't know. They told me I needed math. I definitely don't need that. You're definitely horrible at that. Oh, just like how I have to take statistics... With a heavy sigh, he sinks into the bed almost fully. <laughs> he didn't get his sleep number quite right and ended up halfway through the mattress. <laughs> but he, startless as a massive hand goes into his hair. He uncovers his eyes to see that the tyrant is looking off into the distance. But its hand is occupied in Leon's hair. Gentle fingers rub over his scalp. And to the young man, it feels wonderful. They're cold and even through gloves, but they move in gentle circles and soon they move to his neck. He turns over to his side and closer to the giant. Hi. And then he snapped it just like a twig. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Leon was dead. Why do I end up hurting everyone I love? <laughs> oh, no. It's all from mice and men all over again. <laughs> oh, no. Leon, tell me where the rabbits are. <laughs> the tyrant gives a satisfied smug growl of sorts rubbing over Leon's tense and not dotted neck. Not dotted neck. That's a weird thing. No, it's just not dotted. <laughs> Based on the first story we read, I'm used to nipple necks now. Ew. <laughs> why, why, do, why does he have dog An knots all around his neck? Ha! Ha! Very funny. 
Because he's a cop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes sense. The cop gives a soft groan of relief as those fingers loosen a particularly tight knot at the base of his neck. He sits up and a bit... He sits up a bit. He sits up a bit and murmurs a soft thank you, but what he didn't expect was for the massive man to slide right into his lap. Slide him right into his lap. Oh, man. I'm sorry. You know, normally you slide the smaller person into your lap, <laughs> but the you know, role reversal happened. Val likes when I sit in her lap. Aww. I've had guys <laughs> that like me sitting in their lap. You. For context, I'm 305 pounds. Of wonderful man. Oh, yeah. Some people are into that. I was a little shocked that someone was actually into that. Huh? What are you? It was a seamless transition from where he sat and into the man's lap. And those wonderful cold hands were back on him. Massaging <laughs> over his neck and shoulders hold, hold gently. On. As somebody who has been subjected to cold appendages in the middle of the night, I would never call cold hands wonderful. Look, <laughs> it depends. Listen, if you touch me with a hot part of your body, I'm going to fucking smack you. <laughs> I am a nuclear furnace. There is no not hot part of my body. Yeah, he is. Yeah, same here. But I don't want to be touched by my nuclear furnace body. I'm already in it. I'm just going to put my cold-ass feet on you. If you ever put your feet on me, you better expect to not have feet anymore. <laughs> oh, no. no, I'm going to have them washed. I your don't care. Your friendships are very dangerous. Anyway, I don't think that you can compare someone who's alive who has cold hands. To a fucking corpse? Yeah. I don't know. Have you ever touched a corpse? Not a human one. Is there a show called Touched by a Corpse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just about people who work in the morgue. I'm pretty sure there's, like, book or something. Hmm. What if Leon has a fever? Cold hands would feel wonderful at that point. With or without the hallucinations. Handbook for the study of the <laughs> historical Jesus. Four volumes. <laughs> <laughs> Dog agrees. <laughs> Thanks, Chisholm. Leon gives a heavy groan as the shoulder he had slept on pops. Damn, you're good at this, huh? He says, finally allowing himself to relax, even though he's, he was sat practically on the tyrant's thigh and the man could snap his neck anytime he wanted. But the relief of being somewhat safe made something in him calm down. That's it? That's the end? I think that's the end because I'm searching for Resident Evil Uwu and I can't find anything. Aww. <laughs> Boo! Boo! <laughs> it, it got us nowhere! We got, uh, like, blue-balled and blue-balled. <laughs> the person deleted it. It was on Tumblr, and now it's gone. Aww. Well, yeah, Tumblr got, like, purged. Aww. Again? Yeah. Yeah. I think the proper yell should have been boo-woo. Yeah. Ugh. All right, so this delayed appearance by Hippie is now going to take on a bit of a more seductive tone, although I'm pretty sure that's where the story was going. With Magic McCree. Yes! <laughs> we'll be starting into the document because this thing is long, man. Just read the summary first. Sure. Summary. Hanzo Shimada does not want to be here. He does not like strip clubs and never has. And Genji is wrong. He does not need to get laid no matter how long this dry spell has lasted. He knows he'll regret being here tonight and he needs a drink. And the tall glass of water clad in plaid that just bumped into him could be what cures his thirst. Ooh. <laughs> and it's going to be around page 20, I think. 
Just let us know, are we missing a lot of good material by jumping right to the sex? I don't think so. I think the actual author edited just a couple of things out. Okay. No, I think the only thing she like cut out was, I guess, like a line about having yellow fever. Yeah, that's a good thing to cut out. <laughs> Which is weird because Honey Pop is a game decided to keep it in, which I think was a poor decision. Honey Pop makes a lot of bad decisions. <laughs> I think my first bad decision was buying the game. And yet it has a 10 out of 10 on Steam. Right? Really? Because only the kind of people who would like it would buy it. You know me all too well. All right, go for it. Just, you know, you're literally the prettiest person I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. Can't believe I got someone like you to come home with me. Honestly. In fact, I'm so drunk I didn't even remember where home was. <laughs> I can't remember where I live. Can I li- Can I live with you now? <laughs> <laughs> Would have thought you wouldn't be a into little old me. He admits kissing down Hanzo's neck towards his pectorals once more. He was so surprised by how many nipples were on that neck. <laughs> Whoa. Talk about a nipple neck. <laughs> I know it says Hanzo's neck. Uh-huh. I heard Hanzo's snack. Yes. <laughs> I was once a snack. He had a distinct feeling that Jesse likes his thick pectoral muscles. If the way he... T-H-I-C-C. <laughs> oh, yeah. Them Shimato boys is thick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? Genji has no ass. But that's because he's a robot down there. <laughs> yeah, it's a cybernetic ass. Yeah, he literally had to get robot cheeks. <laughs> and you know what? His shits now come out at 700 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that's Lido, man. How's he supposed to shit on anyone's chest now? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Since when did we go to Cleveland? No, it just goes straight through. That's like his fatality move. He's not a combat he could be he could be oh eh. somebody just sent me a link apparently there are a few people out there who got their rescue dogs as dakimakuras that's really cute Aww. i want one well too bad y'all reordered two i know when i order more i'm gonna well i don't know if cute or morbid should i get pictures of my dead dog as a dakimakura i mean it's comforting to someone <laughs> I don't know. Ask your therapist. <laughs> <laughs> if the way he laughs attention on them is any indication, he doesn't linger there long, dragging his lips further down towards his abdomen, still speaking in between kisses. Sorry, I thought we were still talking about Steve-O. <laughs> <laughs> Been a while since I brought someone home with me, he admits, dipping his tongue into the valleys of Hanzo's abdomen. I've been hired by Google Maps to take height (laughs) reading on this ridge. (laughs) All the nooks and crannies. (laughs) Haven't taken a fancy to anyone in a bit, but you, oh angel, you're something else. Oh angel, you're something (laughs) else. Jesse's hands are fiddling with the button on his slacks, gracing the tent of his jeans with brief touches that have Hanzo jerking forward for some desired friction. I'm luckier than a horseshoe crab on four-leaf clover, darling. With a four-leaf clover. But still, that's a weird thing to say. Yeah, because <laughs> horseshoe crabs... Horseshoe crabs don't look like horseshoes. <laughs> and I don't know if they're really... You can really count yourself lucky with a horseshoe crab or as a horseshoe crab. You get stepped on a lot. Then again, a lot of southern sayings are freaking weird. 
Yeah. His voice is soft, dripping with affection. Much like a horseshoe crab. (laughs) (laughs) And Hanzo finds himself reciprocating the Edmonton that Jesse gave him after a few steadying breathing, uh, to steadying breaths. It is the same for me, he mumbles, watching as Jesse jerks his head up to lock eyes with Hanzo. His position isn't conductive. It's conducive. Conducive? Conductive would be if they were just <laughs> running electricity. <laughs> Hanzo decides and reaches down and hauls Jesse back up his body with a hand curled around the back of his neck. Those amber eyes on him are shining. Those lips are parted in a soft smile, the barest hint of teeth showing. There are crinkles on the corner of his eyes. Hanzo wants to see this face more often, he decides, his thumb stroking Jesse's pulse point. He takes out a knife! I want to see this face more often. I'm going to take it. (laughs) Oh, no. I have not been with someone intimately in a very long time. It surprises me that you would take one such as I to your home. Jesse brushes the back of his hand against Hanzo's cheek, those eyes on him still. Even in the dark of the room, he can see something in those amber eyes. Something he likes. Something he's scared of. Fire. (laughs) Fire. (laughs) Oh, that or the back of his gun. (laughs) Why are you surprised, sugar? Hanzo takes a stuttering breath, carting his fingers into Jesse's oaken locks. He likes the way Jesse leans into the touch, his smile widening, relaxing under his fingers. He could get used to this, get addicted to this type of relationship if he's not careful. Well, I'm not exactly young. Hanzo says bitterly, woefully aware of his age. You're 30. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Easy there, (laughs) 12-year-old. Yeah, isn't this bedtime? (laughs) It's way past bedtime. Are you crazy? He figured that Jesse would want someone younger, more spry, more flexible under his big hands. The thoughts shoot a spike of cold envy through his bloodstream. The bark of laughter that Jesse gives surprises him. The cowboy throwing his head back for a moment before dropping his head down to rest on Hanzo's shoulders. I just got whiplash. (laughs) Oh, baby, you saying that like I'm in my 20s. I'm almost 40, Hanzo. You think I want someone young? No, I like someone with a little bit more worldly experience. His tone drips with innuendo and you (laughs) caught my eye immediately. Bumping into you at the bar wasn't an accident, you know. Hanzo rolls his eyes. He saw the bulgy wulgy from across the floor. <laughs> oh, no. Bulgy wulgy? Yeah, bulgy wulgy. Bulgy. <laughs> Is that like a children's character or something? Oh. Sure. Let's go with that, Steve. Yeah, bul- bulgy wulgy sounds like some sort of animal in the menagerie on Blue's Clues or Pee Wee's Playhouse. Well, animal is close. <laughs> it was definitely on Pee Wee's Playhouse, my man. Oh! Oh! Bulgy wulgy! Sometimes I worry about you, Steve. Sometimes. <laughs> Hanzo rolls his eyes, figuring as much. Not that he's mad about it at all. Jesse tilts his head and leaves a kiss on one of the marks he had been making earlier, drawing a shuddering breath from Hanzo's lungs. Oh, this is pretty steamy. Logan, you're up. All right. <laughs> Why didn't I animate this? Why don't you let me show you how much worldly experience I have then? Show me your passport. I want to see. <laughs> it's got like stamps all over this bitch, man. Yeah, how many? <laughs> you know, like uh at least three. At least three. <laughs> Canada's on there twice. 
They've never stamped my passport going into Canada. No, they don't do that. That's because you're a loser. Wait, I I got two conflicting things, but I still got the word loser out of that, so I'm just going to brush it off. <laughs> Who sang that song? Is it, like, Beck? I don't know what song you're talking about. Yeah, that is Beck. Sigh. He does sound pretty drunk while singing that, too. Yeah. Hanzo suggests dragging his blunt nails down Jesse's back, leaving raised red lines on the tan skin. You're a weird-looking zebra. (laughs) Har. The cowboy shudders in anticipation. (laughs) One of his big hands dragging down Hanzo's chest to settle on his hip bone while he props himself up with the other arm to better look at the shorter man. And the funny bone. And the dick bone. (laughs) My god, you're short. Hanzo smirks, desire evident in the curve of his reddened lips, and Jesse seems helpless to resist, bending down to capture those lips with his own and start their dance again. It's a shame that they were doing the chicken dance. <laughs> okay. I would have figured that uh, his desire was evident by the curve of his dick. Yeah. Mm. Steve, didn't you do chicken dance with Beat Saber? Oh, the chicken dance on Beat Saber is so fucking hard. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's hard about it? I'll clip it and send it to you. Oh, good. I'm excited. <laughs> oh, no. Hanzo gets to work on his slacks. Popping the button and struggling with the zipper for a moment before he finally gets it down, lessening the pressure on his erection, which is tenting his gray boxers. Boing! Jesse's hand bandages his hip to unzip his own trousers. Hi, muscle man. You have to warn me before you shift like that. I don't have to do shit, old man. 34! <laughs> a soft side breath. Against Hanzo's lips as he pulls back for a moment. He gives the shorter man a soft look before he sits up, moving to get off the bed. Hanzo props himself up, confused, before he realizes that Jesse is only shucking his pants and the thin underwear beneath them. He admires the way those back muscles move in the moonlight, (laughs) streaming through the window, a happy sigh escaping him as he watched Jesse rummage around in the bedside table to retrieve a bottle of lube. Author, just a point. Very confusing way to do that because the way it was said is that his muscles are coming in through the window. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, it's the whole Akira thing. (laughs) Do you not summon your muscles through your windows in the moonlight? (laughs) I thought you were going to say, do you not nut? (laughs) It's not November yet. So th- the answer is yes. Yeah. No nut year, baby. Mm-hmm. It's been at least three years, hasn't it? <laughs> it has been almost three and a half years. Yes. Yes, I remember. I was there for your chemo. So I'm going to get you a shirt. And it's going to have two metal prongs on the back that just says no nut and then a big gap and then year. And you're going to change the number as the years go by. I have one nut. (laughs) On the front, it's going to say I still have one. 
It's no nut, not no nuts. It'll be called Some Nut November. (laughs) (laughs) Is it going to be like One Punch Man, except it's just one nut? Is the implication that, like, I kill people with one nut? That's not one of your powers? I would be very disappointed if it wasn't. That's his main power. The other power is streaming his back muscles in through the moonlight. Let's keep going. Come on. (laughs) Hanzo eyes the bottle, nervousness pooling in his stomach. It has been a long time. Jesse turns back to face him, erect cock arching towards his stomach, and Hanzo has a chance to drink him in. He's very muscular. Muscular? Uh uh, it's italics, so evil. Muscular. <laughs> Which Hanzo guesses he has to be considering his profession. Stripping is not easy, no, and it requires a lot of strength that Jesse has an abundance of. It shows in the washboard of his hairy abdomen and the curvature of his biceps and forearms. Hanzo is more than eager to feel the other man pin him down and take. I'm sorry. Take. (laughs) Jesse takes a few sundering steps over. Climbing up on the bed again, though he remains perched on his knees and not on top of Hanzo, <laughs> which is definitely a problem. Okay, Mr. Dr. Claw, we told you the last time you came in here to donate at the sperm bank, you cannot read your material out loud. It scares the other guests. But this is the only way I can come. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you just read it in your head? No, (laughs) my voice does not sound like this in my head. He doesn't have an inside voice. This is my inside voice. (laughs) Nobody can nut to that. (laughs) Wanna take off those pants, babe? (laughs) I wanna get a look at that pretty frick that I've been feeling for a while now. (laughs) I hate everything. (laughs) Jesse says his voice thick with arousal. Thick with something. Hanzo nods enthusiastically, a bit embarrassed, when he realizes that he should have been discarding his pants when Jesse had been. Gosh, Mickey, I didn't realize you came to the sperm. Oh, no. Sorry, mister. This is a white case. He is quick to throw his trousers and undergarments to the side leaving them naked in bed with his throbbing anatomy exposed to the cool air. He is not very long. <laughs> average length, but he is slightly thicker than average. Like a tree stump. His cock is uncut, protruding from a trimmed nest of ebony curls. Jesse made an appreciative noise <laughs> in the back of his throat, moving to straddle Hanzo, and press their erections together. Under normal circumstances, I would say this prose is almost poetic, but your delivery, I don't know, it just kind of ruins it for me. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear it. I can't maintain a fraught erection with this voice. <laughs> You're not trying hard enough. Hanzo groans, feeling something <laughs> akin to metal along his shaft, and raises his hand to stop Jesse. The man halts immediately, halt! backing away from him for a moment. Hammer time. Some wrong, sugar. There's a nervous lilt in his voice, and Hanzo regrets stopping him. Before he 
realizes he needs to confirm his slight suspicion. I'm not going to do a Japanese accent. No, I just... Hanzo sits up and grabs Jesse's cock with an uncoordinated hand, Jesse sucking in a breath and jerking his hips forward. He palms the underside, feeling the roll of metal balls under his hand. Oh, okay. I was like, what the fuck is happening? No, it's and not he, a card trick, I promise. I was like, does he just got a robot dick? <laughs> no, no, he's got them jingle bells. Yeah, no, I can see that. <laughs> and he echoes Jesse's noises as a realization dawns on him. Piercings? He squeaks out, toying with the topmost <laughs> one with his thumb and forefinger. No, he squeaked it out, so... Piercings! <laughs> <laughs> Toying with the topmost one with his thumb and forefinger. <laughs> Jesse Keens, nodding jerkily in the dark. All right, I'm going to go next because I need to make sure we keep pace a little bit. It's 942. Aww. Val, you get to go after me. Well, yeah, that's usually how it works. Ha. ha! You got fucking owned, son. <laughs> no, I didn't. Look, she had her back procedure today. We'll be able to have sex again soon. It's great. Yeet. It's been way too long, but anyways, back to the piercings. Yeah, got fucking yes! Got six frenulum piercings on the shaft! Ah, shit! Hanzo! His voice is breathy, and Hanzo finds he enjoys driving this cowboy wild as he wraps his hand around the shaft and jerks his hand up and down sloppily, so sort of like flopping at it. Make your wrist limp. And try moving your arm back and forth. That's what he's doing to the dick. I've moved my arm back and forth. I moved my arm. <laughs> Put some rolls in, in my, my mouth. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's so thick and hot in his hand. Well, yeah, Tostitos, you know, they're pretty hot. Totinos! It's Totinos! Oops. <laughs> Tostitos, too! Everybody knows! <laughs> they're not burritos! Totinos pizza boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, do you guys want to go see the Tim and Eric mandatory attendance tour 2020 in DC February next year? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Let's go. Hell yes. We'll make it an FNF family thing. Come with us to go see another <laughs> show do a thing. I mean, it doesn't sound like we have a choice. It's mandatory attendance. Yep. So it's time to call Steve-O. Daddy, 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 daddy. Not again, not again, not again, not again. Daddy, 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 daddy. It's so thick and hot in his hand, and he knows it's big, too. Parentheses, that stereotype about big hands is true, apparently. No, it's not. <laughs> With how he'd been grinding on it earlier. Wait, Steve, do you have big hands or are you tiny hands? They're average. He's average. Yeah. Just like my kink that's pretty plain vanilla and middle of the road. No, your kink is really not average. It's pretty lame. It's boring. So, Hanzo, yes. That, that would be saying for your, dick, opinions, honey. Honey. your dick is bigger than your king. Honey, honey, honey. Yes. I love you. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send both of you to the fucking boo box. <laughs> Hanzo wants it, and Jesse seems more than willing to give it to him. He shifts onto his knees before shuffling backwards so he's on his chest, bringing him face to face with Jesse's bacock. The cowboy makes a noise of confusion, obviously not expecting this turn of events, even as his hand cards through Hanzo's- What? <laughs> what? 
Even as his hand cards through Hanzo's hair. Is that a normal phrase? It's a weird way of saying it because usually you card through like... A deck of cards. No, like when, when you have like files and whatnot and just like... Oh, that's what it means. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. The shorter man makes a noise. Liking a strip up the... Start this again. I, I'm guessing... Hippie, why did you pick this? Because if you actually read it from the beginning, it would have made a lot more sense with a weird, like, pony reference to Magic Mike with McCree. This is a reference to Magic Mike! <laughs> That's what yeah. we said! I, I said it was. I told you that. And then you just said you didn't know what Magic oh, Mike I was. Did, I didn't know what Magic Mike was before we started the episode. Carding is a mechanical process that disentangles, cleans, and intermixes fibers to produce a continuous web or sliver suitable for subsequent processing. Comes from shuffling. Okay. Question. Should I see Magic Mike? Sure. I don't know. I mean, I was forced to watch it. It was decent. Oh, it was decent? All right. Do you like male strippers? Eh? I mean, I can respect them. Not terribly inclined to see them. And not because I'm afraid of my own penis. Yeah, I mean, you are afraid of your own penis, but... Shut up. Um... Then I would say don't watch Magic Mike because that's what it's about. All right. Wait, Magic Mike is about Steve-O's penis? Moving on. Yeah, it's about his fear of his penis. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he apparently named his penis Mike. The shorter man makes a noise liking a strip up the underside of his... Is it liking or licking? No, it's, it's liking. liking. <laughs> a strip up the underside of his partner's cock and drawing a low moan from the man above him. He wants to hear more of it. And while he's not giving oral in a very long time, he's not opposed to the salty flavor pervading his senses as he tongues the slit, pre-come oozing from it in steady droplets. Jesse's choked noise is accompanied by hands fisting in his hair, tugging a bit, and Hanzo letting out a sound of delight at the rough treatment. Ugh. He opens his mouth and swallows down the thick red tip, accepting it into his mouth with surprising ease. Jesse groans, using his grip on Hanzo to guide him a little further onto his prick. Anything he couldn't fit in his mouth, because there was already a couple of Totino's pizza rolls in there. <laughs> Totino's, Totino's. You can always fit more rolls in there. <laughs> Twisting and tugging while he bobbed his head and hollowed his cheeks. Jesse praised him, like you should, <laughs> petting his hair and rasping out compliments that had Hanzo's face heating up more and more. Push. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? <laughs> God, no. He swallowed down as much of Jesse's thickness as he could between the Totino's pizza rolls until his jaw began to hurt. Oh, yeah, when you have to chew that much, you know. <laughs> Finally pulling away from the spit-slicked cock. Hanzo dived down to instead toy with the frenulum ladder, laving his tongue along the barbell jewelry to tease them. Knowing how sensitive they are when Jesse's words devolve into garbled sounds of pleasure. Hanzo thinks he would be content with this to just tease and suck Jesse to completion until he shoots all over his face. But Jesse has other plans. If the way he pushes at Hanzo's shoulder is any indication. <laughs> Pouting, liking his lips of pre and spit, he lets himself be pushed away and hauled up into a rough kiss. 
Jesse shoved his tongue past the seam of his lips, stroking the roof of his mouth roughly and lapping up the taste of him mixed with Hanzo. The shorter man eagerly kisses back, letting him be ravaged as Jesse leads him back to lay down, lay him, (laughs) to lay him down (laughs) against the bed. He rolls his hips and the Totinos against Jesse's thigh <laughs> that is in between his legs. Desperate for some friction because there's too much sauce there as Jesse steals his breath away. His desire is reaching an all-time high, especially when Jesse parts from him, kiss and suck at the skin on his neck again, and he finally snaps. He needs to get to the main event, the goddamn Totino's Pizza Rolls, to reach the climax <laughs> of this encounter, so to speak. Totino's, hit me up. Nighthorsemedia <laughs> at gmail.com if you want to PayPal me directly. <sighs> Wait, you can get Totino's Pizza Rolls PayPal? Yes, I accept payments in Totino's Pizza Rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have my rolls. Jesse, he says through gritted teeth, grabbing at the other man's shoulder and fisting a hand in his hair as well. And all he gets is a satisfied hmm in response until he yanks sharply on his hair to get him to pay attention. The cowboy yelps and pulls back, looking annoyed and is about to open his mouth when Hanzo grabs his face and pulls him down to growl close to his ear. I prefer Easy Mac over Totino's. They're not even the same thing. I know, but they're all college foods. Well, at least you didn't say Elio's. Oh, yeah, Elio's can go fuck itself. (laughs) What happened to you expounding on the virtues of Elio's pizza? Yes, it is virtuous as an alternative to cardboard. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, you cook up a piece of cardboard real good? (laughs) Yeah, you you add some, like, salt and... Yes, Logan, I had to eat matzah a whole lot growing up as a Jewish child because of fucking Passover. Don't remind me what cardboard tastes like. Val, you're up, followed by Woofy, followed by Hippie, then we're done. Mmm, crunchy cardboard. Mm Mm-hmm. If you don't get a move on and fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) I need another drink. I will push you down, prepare myself, and use your body for my own pleasure. He snarls, biting at his throat with a sharp teeth. Jesse's gasping breath is delightful to hear, though. The growl that follows is even sweeter. Hanzo is even more delighted when Jesse shoves him down again, bouncing slightly against the bed. While his previous sexual sexual encounters had always been so... vanilla, he'd find he quite likes the treatment that Jesse's giving him, treating him so roughly. Oh, you... Beautiful, beautiful sandpaper. And he's spreading his legs immediately to accommodate Jesse's mass. Okay, at the men, as the man makes his home between them, <laughs> he hands the cowboy the bottle of lubricant, watching mesmerize as Jesse slicks up his thick finger. The finger being referred to is one of those novelty foam fingers you get at a sports event. <laughs> The sight has Henzo's stomach flipping in nervous excitement, and he licks his lips as his partner reaches between them to press the tip of his index finger against his tight rim. It's been a long time, and Henzo has to force himself to relax as the tip of Jesse's index finger breaches his hole. He lulls his head back, 
breathing heavily. Why did you take part of my spine? <laughs> to have it shoved into her own. That's what she got done at the doctor today. Yesterday. <laughs> Focusing on the popcorn of the ceiling above him. Oh, it's probably stucco. Yeah. As Jesse gently pushes his finger further in until it hits the last knuckle. Is this the dickhole that is being penetrated? I stepped away for a minute. No, it's his ass. Okay. This fix seems too tame for digital sounding. Ah. He gets a chance to catch his breath and relax a little more. Jesse tracing his callous fingertips along his abdomen. He whispers, sweet nothings. In his ears. Oh, his ear. The thick baritone of his... Of his oh my goodness. The thick baritone of his voice soothing Hanzo enough that he gives a sharp nod, assenting that Jesse can continue. The cowboy starts to move his finger carefully, wiggling it around, spreading him open as best he can, until he can slide a second thick digit in along with the first. He repeats his movements, adding scissoring to the mix, until he can squeeze in a third. It smells like broccoli for some reason. Yeah, I'm eating some. Oh, that's why. I went for the antithesis to Totino's pizza rolls. Ugh. Blasphemer. It's just a weird smell that was kind of farty. Look, I'm trying to lose weight because I know how much I'm going to gain on the Texas trip. Anyways. By the time the third finger is inside him, Hanzo is panting and rolling his hips down to meet them. He's always liked the feeling of being penetrated, of being and Jesse seems to know exactly what to do with his fingers to wrench noises from his throat. I know what he's going through, and I can totally agree. The cowboy curls his fingers in a particular area, and a jolt of pleasure shoots up Hansel's spine like a live wire. Oh, they are conductive! The loudest sound of the night spills from his lips, and the look that Jesse gets in response starts... As surprise and then morphs into mischievousness. It was strange that the sound was a chainsaw, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> right there, huh, baby? He purrs into Zanzo's here, angling his fingers to thrust them in and strike that spot once more. The live wire crackles. What happened to his fingers? That is when you call BGE because you have a downed wire. Yeah, but you shouldn't put it in someone's ass. <laughs> I mean, I can think of... Well, no, that is a pretty bad way to go. Yeah. The live wire crackles and Hansel lets out a stuttered yell. Ah! I almost read it as Vel, and I'm like, that's not something. Pushing back to write against his fingers eagerly. Jesse tells him how pretty he is, how spread he is, and Hansel's face burns <laughs> as he chases the pleasure that his partner is supplying until... Suddenly, that's a lot of commas. Those fingers are sliding out of him, comma, leaving him gaping, comma, panting, comma, and unsatisfied, period. It was windy, so it sounded like a very, very big jug. <laughs> he glares at Jesse, who gives him a cheeky smile, popping the cap on the bottle of lube and pouring a good amount on his hand. Hansel drops the glare turning around to set the pillows up where he could prop himself up on them, and lays back down, watching Jesse through hooded eyes as the cowboy thoroughly slacks, no, slicks, himself up with lube. 
the chest and the legs. And yep, yep. He licks his lips. <laughs> Jesse watches the swipe of his tongue with a greedy look. He smirks in return. All right, Woofy, go for it. Woof. Jesse surges forward and captures his lips in a deep kiss, distracting him momentarily as he goes to press the tip of his prick against his entrance. Hanzo lets out a soft sound, gripping <laughs> Jesse's arms and shaking. <laughs> as the tip pushes beyond his rim, he's reminded once again how long. Oh, you have a lot of italics. <laughs> I'm realizing <laughs> yeah. this. It's been as a sting of pain hits him. It should dampen his pleasure, really. But he finds his liking the slight burn of being stretched so nicely. Well, here, let me show you some Icy Hot to put on your asshole, then. No, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. Hard mode. Jack off with it. No. (laughs) It's just menthol. It's not going to be that bad, but like putting it inside your body is going to be way worse. Put it in your slit. No. Unfortunately, I know someone who got Icy Hot rubbed on their genitals. It is not fun. Oh, no. I am so sorry to them. Oh. <laughs> I made the mistake of touching my genitals without washing my hands after a gas chamber visit. Worst day of my life. <laughs> Jesse distracts him well enough, alternating between kissing him and whispering praise against his skin. You're so good, baby. Thank you? Or, so good, baby. You're so good. Tired as a vice. Fuck. Angel. Oh, God. Hanzo. 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 He hears Jesse moan against his mouth before he has a tongue thrust past his lips again, and Jesse is sinking further into him. The burn is pleasant, the stretch delightful, and he finds himself wanting more. Jesse bombs out finally, their hips flush against each other. Bottoms out? (laughs) Worry about his undercarriage. You're not even outside the warranty yet. Too bad. Yeah, he he bottomed out. Tip of his dick collided with his skull. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Too much dick. Not enough ass. Whoops. You've pushed my internal organs around a little bit there, hon. Jesse bottoms out finally. Their hips flush against each other. And Hanzo feeling delightfully full. They just stay like that for a couple of weeks. Well, that makes it hard to, like, go around and just, like, you know, cooking, doing the laundry. See, they got this shit covered because they bought one of those two-people horse Halloween costumes, and that's just what they're going to do the whole time. That's not how it works. I would hope they don't have the shit covered. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) He parts from the cowboy's lips after a bite to his lower lip, dragging it with him for a moment before letting go with a pop. Jesse is panting loudly, ragged little noises that Hanzo drinks up for a moment before he wraps his legs around the other's waist, pulling Weirdly him enough, closer. my dog is also panting loudly. I don't think for the same reason, though. <laughs> <laughs> At first, Jesse is slow and careful, and Hanzo likes it. It's nice. Just enough stimulation, really. And he always enjoys feeling full like this. The cowboy kisses down his neck and along to the shoulder where his tattoo begins. Sinking his teeth into the skin, Jesse pulls his hips back a bit further, driving forward a little harder. The strength behind it is controlled, though, and Hanzo knows for a fact that Jesse can go harder. Magic McCree has shown him on stage 
just how hard he could go. And Hanzo wants that pace. The frenulum piercings are going to become part of your stomach. <laughs> Ta-da! All I can think of is them snagging together, and it's horrifying. I just had the same thought. <laughs> oh! All right, so we're gonna try a radical new stomach staple treatment on you. It's gonna be a frenulum piercing transfer. Oh no! Oh no! Look, these doctors were not certified. Okay, <laughs> that's not good. Where did I go? Okay. He rakes Where his finger. Where did you go? <laughs> My lovely. Where did I come from? Where did I go? Oh, I was singing a different song, but yeah. He rakes his fingernails along Jesse's shoulders again, digging them into the muscle of his shoulder blades as Jesse gives him another slightly harder thrust. It's not enough. And Hanzo has to let Jesse know. His lips find their way to the cowboy's ear, and after teasing the lobe between his teeth, he decides to tell Jesse just how he wants it. Over easy, steak medium rare. <laughs> <laughs> Eggs over easy with medium rare steak is actually pretty delicious. It is. That's why I told you what my exact order would be. <laughs> Give it to me, cowboy. Show me what it feels like to be under those hips of yours. And he gets to the top rope <laughs> and jumps off! <laughs> Hanzo whispers as Jesse groans at his sultry tone. Giving a short, sharp thrust. Yes, but harder. He punctuates the word with a roll of his own hips. Faster. Better, stronger. <laughs> <laughs> another roll. A desperate noise from Jesse's throat. Deeper. Yet another roll. And Jesse is already moving to pull his hips back to deliver what Hanzo needs. Is it like seductive to say I want you deeper than a Chicago pizza? No. <laughs> I mean, depending on who you ask. No. <laughs> Fuck me. No. Like <laughs> Too bad. Fuck. You got denied. <laughs> Fuck me like you mean it. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. <laughs> I know we're over time. I don't care anymore. Let me feel it. Just let it happen. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hold a straight face. <laughs> I want to think about it for days. Ravish me, cowboy. Sir, you have the wrong house. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, this is a Wendy. <laughs> it's a felony to seduce the box. <laughs> I don't even know where we are anymore. I know, I know, I know where we're at. I know where I'm at. <laughs> the growl he gets in return, the snarl that graces Jesse's lips, is so worth it. Especially when the subsequent hard. Thrust drives home. My eyes glitched and I switched the words around and I saw thrust hard drive. <laughs> I was trying not to say hard drive. For real. So Hanzo's ass is an e-cycler. Very good to know. And he feels the bumps of those piercings roll inside him. He loves the brutal pace that Jesse sets. 
reducing him to a mess under his touch. His thrusts. Hanzo's nails dig in more. They'd reach the bone now! <laughs> 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 Leaving half-moon indents along the bones inside Jesse's shoulders. <laughs> the cowboy grows a- Grolls? Yeah. <laughs> the hell? The cowboy growls again, snapping his back- uh, <laughs> And paralyzing himself from the waist down. Hanzo no! called 911, and after many, many years of physical therapy, Jesse saw Hanzo walk again. Next week on Lifetime. They got cybernetics. You can just get, like, a robot spine, like a forever cybernetic spine, which I wish I had. This isn't Shadowrun. Uh, no, it's Overwatch. Precisely. And the thing is, the whole time, they're still stuck inside each other as the recovery takes. <laughs> oh, no. God. <laughs> so the first time they walk, they walk as a team. You now walk as a horse. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> The cowboy growls again, snapping his hips back so far that he slid out of Hanzo. And broke his hips, too. <laughs> Suddenly empty, Hanzo whimpers. And pulls over because he's not near a gas station. <laughs> Peering at Jesse from beneath thick lashes. He looks back at him before hauling him up by his shoulders and pushing him back down onto the bed. Alright, do you want me up or you want me down? Make up your fucking mind! That seemed pointless! <laughs> yes, stand up, I'm gonna push you back down. This is like bouncing him on his knee. Like a little baby. I don't think that's his knee. <laughs> Sit on my lap! Well, if it's that big enough... I mean... Sit on my lap. I'm gonna tell you about the time I was in the army. My call sign was nipple neck. <laughs> He looks back at him before hauling him up by his shoulders and pushing him back Nipple down onto neck, the bed. That's a terrible <laughs> <laughs> And pushing him back down on the, on the bed, away from where the pillows had been propping him up. Hanzo stares up at him, confusion evident in his gaze. Nipple neck. <laughs> what kind of name is Nipple neck? <laughs> It's just not a good commando name. <laughs> okay, we've reached the point of comedy exhaustion and circled right back around to stupidity again. I like it. Are you implying that we were ever not stupid? Thank you, Sean. <laughs> Nipple neck is the cousin to making neck. Once again, I wish your internet was better. Honestly, I haven't been paying attention. I've been looking at this not safe for work picture of McCree the whole time. <laughs> Jesse just grabs his legs, propping both ankles up on his back, and sinks back into Hanzo without another thought. The full feeling comes back, sating Hanzo for the moment as Jesse bottoms out once more. Hippie, please. I wasn't entirely <laughs> sure sating was spelt properly. <laughs> okay. His partner doesn't move for a long moment, just staring at him. Nipple neck. <laughs> God damn it. Dead eye, thinking about nipple neck. 
I'm gonna be in there for fucking jury selection, and they're gonna ask me something about myself, and I'm not gonna answer. They're like, sir, are you okay? I'm just thinking about nipple neck. <laughs> I will be immediately dismissed, and that's how I'll get out of jury duty. Clearly insane. <laughs> Why did he think to call me Nickel Neck? Nickel Neck? Nickelback? <laughs> Nipple Neck while we were fucking. <laughs> Just staring at him. And his hair fanned out around him at his dripping cock. And there's a flash of something in his eyes that Hanzo can't pick up on. Before Jesse pushes his legs up a little further and begins to fuck him again. Fast and sharp thrust, angled just right. <laughs> And Hanzo can't focus on what his partner could have possibly been thinking about. <laughs> Every time there's a gap about what they're staring or thinking about, my brain is immediately going to gravitate to fucking <laughs> nipple neck. <laughs> yep. The worst part is you're infecting all of us with it. <laughs> I'm going to send an email to the author. <laughs> Here, I've created the revised edition, including the new nipple neck sideline. <laughs> Um, <laughs> not anymore. Not when the head of the cock inside him strikes his prostate. Oh! Pow! <laughs> At this point, he's completely boneless, thoughtless. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, my God, we've entered I have no mouth and I must scream territory now! Mm-hmm. I thought all Hanzos were boneless. Ha! I see him die so often. Ha! Ha! <laughs> Just tell me when I get the delivery you like. <laughs> I said Hanzo, I didn't say mercy. No, you said ha Hanzo. Uh. <laughs> God damn it. I don't know why that one broke me. Under Jesse's hand. He's at his mercy and he loves every second of it. Damn, Hanzo, angel, baby, you're so tight around me. Fuck. You're squeezing down on me so hard. Jesse moans. He thrusts shifting from fast to slow, moving his hips in a circle as he fucks in a Hanzo deep and hard. If I didn't know any better, oh God, I'd say you were a slut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't make it a secret. <laughs> I mean, they make those shirts that say baby slut. I could imagine Hanzo wearing one. Do they make those shirts? Yes, they do. Uh, okay, <laughs> I need to look this up. Oh, they... Do and I hate it. Mm -hmm. Logan, have you had any more of that Facebook targeted marketing in a while? <laughs> Margareting? Yeah, Target Margaritaville. Nothing quite as funny as the one I already posted. Hans's eyes snap open and he arches his back, pushing down onto Jesse's cock harder. Oh, yeah, you like that, don't you, baby? He rasps out, leaning even further into Hanzo and angling his hips. Just right. Before he begins to pummel that spot. Yeah, you like that? How I tell you how much of a whore you are? And you like being treated like one too? God, fuck. Yes, I would like to be paid. <laughs> I don't know how anyone could possibly pass up the chance to take you home. Fuck, you're the best I've ever had. It's a blatant lie. Yeehaw. I have to go now. My planet <laughs> needs me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hanzo pressed the back of his hand into his mouth, throwing his head to the side, and damn near whimpering, the dirty talk starting to get to him. His cock is throbbing, 
laying untouched and hard on his abdomen. <laughs> Having been stung by a horde of wasps earlier. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and every sinful wor- word that fell from Jesse's mouth was causing him to dribble even more pre into the valleys of his abs. It was laving. His cowboy is unrelenting, milking his prostate and continuing to call him filthy things mm. to praise him for his sensitive body. You're such a dirty mop bucket. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to go with the farm animals because he's getting milked. No, filthy things. So just like a, you're... Yeah, like a, a freaking hog. God, you're like a pig in shit. <laughs> you're such an overstuffed trash can. Who's a good trash main? <laughs> Who's a good <laughs> trash main? <laughs> <laughs> to praise him for his sensitive body and reactions. And Hanzo can feel his balls tightening with his pending release. Balls don't tighten. <laughs> ball. <laughs> no, that's not a thing. Well, no, you don't have to. That's why I said ball. Still had to for like 23 years, so... <laughs> that's more than me. Yeah, it's a lot more than you. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, it isn't the balls that are tightening, it's the scrot. Um, the um, scrot doesn't <laughs> tighten like that. <laughs> no, not, not in response to anything sexual. <laughs> the drawing up thing. Unfortunately. I think it's all about contractions. All right, so I was looking at the fucking Reddit for targeted marketing. (laughs) I may live in West Virginia, but my story began in Lebanon. (laughs) (laughs) What? I used to have that kind of shit ad targeted and me on Facebook with the whole, like, I live in the U.S., but I'm a Canadian at heart, shit like that. It's like... What? Also, what is this one? Why is this a thing? Oh, howdy. I'm Ben, and you can usually find me jamming to Phil Collins in the air tonight in the meat section of Walmart. I like how the shirt never ends. Hey, um, (laughs) Steve-O? Yes? Can you buy me that shirt? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Ben. (laughs) <laughs> I can absolutely <laughs> buy that one for you. It's not a shirt at this point. It's a dress. I don't care. I want it. <laughs> you would look great in a dress. <sighs> Thanks. The top comment is, I'm not named Ben, and I don't like Phil Collins, but I would totally buy the shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. I'm so You're sorry. sorry. This, this is the worst first appearance on, on the show. It's fantastic. It's what you expected? Yes, that and more. As, uh, the All right, good to is. hear, Ben. So happy to hear you go back to the meat section of Walmart. Unfortunately, like every good thing, it has to come to an end at some point. Hanzo is the first to fall off. Oh, God. I think my glasses are failing me. I can't read that. You can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Hanzo is the first to fall off the precipice. <laughs> Muscle tensing as he clenches around Jesse, keeping him inside of him as he arches up and spurts thick ropes of cum over his abdomen, his chest, and even managing to hit the bottom of his chin. Wow, that is talent. <laughs> Kapow! <laughs> the loud shout that rips from his throat will likely make him sound raspy for the next few days. Jesse drives him through it, shallowly thrusting inside of him until he finally starts to wind down. The cowboy moves to pull back, but Hanzo won't let him. 
dropping his legs from where they laid on his shoulders to wrap around his waist and hold him in place. The surprised look he gets is admittedly adorable. Yeah, I agree, Sean. You know when Steve-O's busy not paying attention to the show when he doesn't freak out at ropes of cum? I was paying attention to the show. I don't have to freak out about ropes every time. <laughs> it's not a necessity. You have to subvert expectations, just like when somebody breaks their back in the middle of sex. <laughs> what? Bet you don't expect it when they snap their back. You're not supposed to, like, that's... That. Or when you give a blowjob with a mouthful of piping hot Totino's pizza rolls. Well, that's uh-huh. just might be into it. For the first one, you tell freaking Bane that you're having sex. <laughs> I just like the idea of Bane just coming into your room while you're having sex, pulling you up, breaking your back. Yep. <laughs> the fuck, Bane? What was that for? I know, right? Uninvited, not even knocking at the door, <laughs> not even bringing gifts. <laughs> Unfriended. I know. <laughs> inside me, I want you to come inside me, Jesse. Hanzo admits breathlessly, and that seems to be it for Jesse, who drops his head forward and drives back into the hilt, spurts of wet heat painting Hanzo's insides white. <laughs> Redecoration. He groans happily, feeling boneless and satisfied, finally, as Jesse collapsed on top of him. I'm boneless and filled with cum. <laughs> this is the happiest I've been in my entire life. Usually we call those condoms. I think we just call it, yeah, I was going to say like water balloons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, the last two pages will be given to David, who decided to skimp out tonight. Hanging out with your family. Clap. <laughs> Hanging out. Hanging out. Hanging out with my family, having myself a party. Clap. <laughs> so again, here on a Sunday, not that I'm getting tired of spending Sundays with you, but why am I spending Sundays with you? Well, you see, Steve, I have this thing called a job, and I have to adhere to a weird schedule right now because it's the end slash beginning of the fiscal year, and all of the projects are getting ended slash beginning. Okay. And why are you hiding from me online? Why are you perpetually showing up as invisible? Is it because I'd sent those pictures to your boss? No, the the reason is uh, independent of you, honestly. It's because there's this one asshole from the Forza Furry Chat who keeps trying to RP with me, and I keep trying to tell him, no, I don't want to RP with you at all, ever, so stop it. And he won't leave me alone. So why don't you just leave the furry server? Well, I still talk about cars in that server. So this is... The end of Magic McCree, which was apparently based off of Magic Mike, which I'd never heard of. Really? It's got Channing Tatum doing the strip dance. I don't know who that is! You don't know who Channing Tatum is? Have you ever seen Drive? No! Have you ever seen, uh, Burn Baby Burn or something like that? No! Let me see if I've seen a single Channing Tatum movie. Uh, Step Up? No. 21 Jump Street? No. So I haven't seen War of the Worlds. I haven't seen Step Up to the Streets. I haven't seen G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. the hell is the eagle? He was in Kingsman 3. I I think it was Kingsman 3. There's only two Kingsmen. Oh, he was in Golden Circle, so I've seen a single. A, oh, Jesus, he was in Jupiter Ascending. God, no. Nobody was in that movie. Let's be real. Uh, I think, like, some people were in it. No, nobody was in that movie. It was a two-hour blank screen that happened. I have seen exactly one 
Channing Tatum movie, and I don't remember him in it. Well, I've seen Step Up. I've seen Magic Mike. I've seen uh, White House Down. I've seen... And then I've seen the Lego movie, the Lego movie second part, and Batman, the Lego Batman movie. I've seen all those. He was a voice in those, so I guess it doesn't really count. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that doesn't really count. But I digress. Uh, Magic McCree. Um, <laughs> I'm going to... Okay, whatever, Rick Sanchez. Daddy <laughs> 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 Tatum was in that movie. <laughs> Magic Mike. So you're going to be on page seven. <laughs> Give me a second. Sure. <clears throat> All right. So first off, your page six is different from my page six because my page six ends with stumbling through the crowd that is surging towards the stage. Do a control F on page six and go to the second page six. What? There are two page sixes? Yes. Oh, just, ugh. We skipped the entire preamble of the whole male stripper thing and just went right to the sex. All right. Well, I mean, that's given the people what they want. They want two burly, cybernetically enhanced men pounding each other in the beehole. That's what they want. Pledge to our Patreon if that's what you want. For as little as a dollar a month, you can have two burly men pounding each other in the beehole. Overwatch penis. Ooh. Best Overwatch penis gifts. Find the top gif on Giphy Cat. I don't think I want to do that, Steve. The pair lazily kiss as they wind down completely, the cum smeared between them. Oh, there's no penises here at all! Wait a minute, there's an entire Wikipedia entry on Overwatch and porn. Oh, Jesus, yeah, there is. Well, it was a huge traffic influx for Pornhub when they saw how hot Tracer was. After that, they went and said, um, you know, Tracer is a lesbian, so now she touched her penis. So now no porn is allowed? Okay, so like... I don't see why that was a problem with everybody. It's like, oh, Tracy's a lesbian. Oh, no, now that she won't touch my penis. Yeah, because she's a lesbian and that's her prerogative, bruv. And there's nothing wrong with watching lesbians as well. Yeah. If you want to watch some tripping, that's fine. And just to bring it back for a third week in a row, I am extremely upset that the Overwatch and Pornography wiki page is at least five times as long as the wiki page for Jules Pierre Rambert, the friggin' entomologist that you thought invented sound. Well, I mean, there's also the guy, there, there's plus like Congressman David Hubbard from like 1830, so his entry's not very long either, I don't think. Anyway, the cum smeared between them, cooling down and becoming sticky to the touch. Jesse's the first to move, slipping out of Hans's abused hole, sitting up. Ugh. Hanzo gazes at him with a soft smile playing on his lips, one brow cocked. Jesse shuffles off the bed and lazily saunters over to the bathroom. Hanzo vaguely hears the sound of running water, already starting to doze off on Jesse's bed. He jerks when suddenly a soft, damp towel wiping off his abdomen. Hanzo mumbles a thank you. Letting himself be cleaned off and stay silent, wondering what he's supposed to do now. Uh, it's called the Afterglow Kiss Time? Maybe you heard of it. I haven't. Oh. I just get up, clean up, and then go do the laundry. Look, man, I gotta get clean one way or another, Steve. When I was younger, I really enjoyed basking in the afterglow until I realized how uncomfortable it felt to just lay in your own stickiness. Well, that's your problem. Maybe you should do what I do and have sex on a chamois cloth. (laughs) (laughs) He had never had a one-night stand before. What happens next? Well, apparently cuddling happens next because before he knows it, Jesse is back on the bed and he's being wrapped up in a in big, strong arms and his back is against Jesse's chest. He lets out a noise of surprise. Eek! Eek. So he, it morphs into contentedness when Jesse noses his neck. Eek! <laughs> Lightly kissing at the skin there. 
Hanzo is steadily slipping in the, into sleep, eyes sliding shut when he doesn't try to fight them. The cowboy doesn't seem far behind. If the deep breaths he's taking in are any indication, he manages to mumble a good night to Jesse before he slips into sleep's embrace. Good night, Kid Rock. <laughs> good night, Josie. No, Jesse McCree played by goddamn Kid Rock. That's the worst idea I have thought of. How old is Kid Rock? He's like 50-something at this point. Oh, he's just turning into friggin', um... Ted Nugent? Ted Nugent. He looks like Ted Nugent's fucking nephew. Oh, God. Nephew Nugent. <laughs> he's only 48. <laughs> he looks like he's in his 60s, though. If his one song where they're trying different things and smoking funny things, deep lyricism involved, is any indication to go by, that's what happened to him. He was trying different things and smoking funny things. And in this case, I'm going to think it's, uh, pencil shavings? <laughs> Hopefully it's a... Oh, Jesus. Oh, you know what? I can't make jokes when I turn into Rick Sanchez. It's not fun. No, just follow through with them, man. <laughs> no, we good. He wakes to an empty bed and an unfamiliar ceiling staring back at him. Hanzo rolls over, trying to locate Jesse. But all he gets is more unfamiliarity in the sight of a messy room. He groans, damning himself for looking forward to waking up in the other man's arms. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is the stupidest semantic thing ever. I looked up Kid Rock's latest album. Sweet Southern Sugar, released in 2017. Genre, rock, country, country rock. <laughs> <laughs> also, not to belittle Kid Rock and his uh, genres, but he's from Detroit. <laughs> is he from Detroit? He is from Detroit. No, he was born in Romeo, Michigan. Which is oh, I'm sorry. Even more north than Detroit. <laughs> north. <laughs> Wait, he was married to Pamela Anderson for a year? Yeah, I mean, I, mm, I'm i torn because Pamela Anderson was a fantastic-looking lady for a while. Tommy Lee got to her. Oh, <laughs> infected her with some Tommy Lee jeans? Yeah. Ugh. Why would you need to list country rock if the genres listed are already country and rock? It's just, all right, I'm done. Go back to talking about sexy men. So I already know how this is going to end. He's going to show up and he's going to have, like, fucking breakfast in bed or some bullshit. He probably left a note saying to get out quickly. Hanzo sits up, feeling grumpy, and gets out of bed, ignoring the twinge of pain in his lower back. He scoops a, a plaid shirt. Man, Hanzo doesn't wear plaid. Hanzo has, like, maybe a plaid yukata or something like that, but <laughs> he's not got... He doesn't have, like, a fucking... Do they make plaid yukatas? I'm sure they do. Are we still gonna go to Japan at some point? Yes, with how lumbersexuals are, I'm sure there's, like, a crossover with Otaku who's like, I'm a lumbersexual and also I like uh, Japanese anime, so I'm gonna go get my plaid yukata and I'm gonna put it on and then also put my samurai sword on my belt. Uh, they make their own spicy mayo by jizzing in a cup and putting some sriracha on top. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Plaid shirt. Off the floor and puts it on, not knowing where his clothes had gone through the haze of last night's events. He definitely remembered most of everything that happened, but he'd be damned if he could find his clothes anywhere in a mess that was Jesse's apartment. He hobbles over to the restroom to wash his face and use the bathroom, ignoring his reflection. He knows he looks properly fucked and ravished, though he doesn't want to think about it right now. No, he wants to get his clothes together and get out of here and forget that this night ever happened. Hanzo felt stupid for getting his hopes up. Jesse was likely long gone by now. The number on his wrist was probably fake, and he had fallen for everything. For every pet name and sweet line and compliment, 
He was such an idiot. Hanzo makes his way out of the bedroom, stepping over piles of clothes, and opens the door while grumbling in Japanese under his breath, muttering evil curses. He stomps down the hall, irritation evident in the way his brows are drawn together. He picks his clothes up as he goes, a belt here, a pair of socks there, and is about to grab his button down when a scent of cooked bacon hits his nostrils. He sniffs more confused than before and peeks his head out from where he was in the hallway, his eyes widen at the sight in front of him. There in the kitchen was a topless Jesse, whistling while tending to a frying pan, which he yelled. Fluffy pancakes. <laughs> oh man. I'm sure someone has already done an SFM of McCree doing the fucking cowboy scream, but oh, I'd love to see it. I'll look it up. Which held fluffy pancakes, two plates set off to one side with bacon and eggs already on them. There was also two mugs, both filled halfway with coffee. Hans's irritation ebbs away as he realizes that he'd jumped to conclusions. The yuts. Of course, Jesse wouldn't leave him here alone in his apartment. He hadn't found a note at all near er eh. He hadn't found a note at all near him on the bed either. He steps out of the hall and hobbles over to the kitchen, feet hitting the cold tile with a soft pap. Jesse turns and glances over his shoulder, and his lips split into a huge grin. He turns back to his flapjacks, calling a greeting over his shoulder. Good morning, Angel. Did y'all sleep? Uh, did you sleep well? Didn't do you too hard last night, now did I? Jesse chuckles under his breath as Hanzo comes up to wrap his arms around his waist and press a kiss to one of the sets of scratch marks on his shoulders. The man relaxes into his touch, whistling, shifting into soft humming. Hanzo kisses his other shoulder, humming a tune back. I'm making us breakfast, Jesse says, as if Hanzo can't see that. Though his tone stops, Hanzo from making a sarcastic retort. Figured you might want to stay a bit. Maybe talk. <clears throat> Hanzo quirks a brow at that, even though Jesse can't see him. Talk? He hears a nervous chuckle escape Jesse as, as the man flips the pancakes on the other side. Ooh, perfect golden brown. Oh yeah. He says first, like he was trying to derail the conversation, though Hanzo won't have it, giving him a warning bite on his shoulder. Your Jesse McCree voice, it's evolved to be dangerously close to Kickstarter Ron. It is just Ron, so. <laughs> His ultimate is he sells you a bunch of snake oil. Exactly. Just like real people in the 1800s. God damn it. Um, oh, sweet. This has some radiation in it. It should surely help my vitality. That's right. Your vitality will be fine. Listen here. My name's Ron. I want to sell you radiation. <laughs> okay. All right. You can keep going. Look, God invented radiation. I mean, look <laughs> at the banana. It's healthy for you. Therefore, radiation is healthy. Five ninety nine. I was at a party last night, and I swear, I was introducing myself. They were all like, are you the guy that had the potassium crash? Chris, tell people more than my stint where I almost died. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. <laughs> Radiation will help your vitality, Steve. <laughs> like he was trying to derail the conversation, though Hanzo won't have it, giving him a warning bite on his shoulder. Jesse jerks under his teeth. Ouch. Fine, fine. I wanted to know if you wanted to make this a uh, thing, you know? Not just a one night thing. Thing. He sounds so nervous, like a schoolboy confessing his crush. It's endearing. Hanzo is dumbfounded and takes him a moment to think of a reply, and by that point, Jesse had already moved the pancakes to their respective plates and is fidgeting with his spatula, refusing to turn around. The shorter man chuckles and hides his smile in Jesse's back. I'd like that. Would you? Yeah, yeah he, he would. Oh. All right, uh, All I gotta right. go get groceries. I'll be right back. Thank you very much to our guests, Woofy and Hippie. 
Woofy, I know you always have a good time. At least it sounded like you did. You did a very convincing <laughs> job pretending to orgasm. And yes. Hippie, thank you for not only submitting the story, but finally coming on. We hope to see you again real, real soon. Oh, I'd love to come back on. They painted their insides white. No, that just one of them. Come. Just oh. one of them. Oh. Hey, Steve, I have a demandment. A, de- a demandment? A demandment? <laughs> a demandment, yes. Wow, this must be really serious. I want to read the General <laughs> Guardian's list. <gasps> I don't know. This is like being put between an unstoppable force and then a movable object. <laughs> Those things are actually <laughs> items and wow. You are already like a high Patreon. I mean, you set the precedent already. Uh, we did set the precedent. Let me tell you my story. Back in Lebanon. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not in West Virginia. Thank God. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll tell you what, Hippie, you can read our Bulgay beneficiaries, and Woofy, you can read our genital guardians. How's that? Yay. So genital guardians have to open. All right, sending to you. And because I am normally a good technician. Okay, why did it just mention you? What the shit? <laughs> because I'm normally a good technician immediately fucks up. <laughs> <laughs> Look. My back was snapped earlier. My insides have been painted with cum. Cut me some slack. No. <laughs> Do better, condom. Steve-O, I'm still very disappointed that you had all those things happen to you, and I was not invited. What are you talking about? Val, did you want to snap my back? No, but I would like to come into you. Go ahead, Wolfie. Thank you very much to our patrons, especially our general guardians, including... Afrohawk, Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett, Cassandra McCarthy, Disambiguity, Discuss, Diston Plays, Epidel, Evan Baumel, Matthew J, Hope Sloth the Seventeenth, Richard Pryor, Rose, the Big Ass Chicken Sandwich from Taco John's, <laughs> <laughs> the fifth least fuckable egg salad sandwich in the gas station, <laughs> the Waffle, and Yaloi. And a super special thanks to our Bulgay beneficiaries. Advent Dawn, let me top Buster Manwomb. You can't top Buster <laughs> Manwomb, but I want to. You can't. Damn it. Michael Fouch, Meaty, Sarah for the win, and Wage. Woo! Woo! <laughs> oh my gosh. Hi there. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Fan Fiction. Be sure to check out FridayNightFanFiction.com where you can sign up to be a guest on the show, submit fan fictions for us to read, and join our Discord server to hang out with us. All backing music used in Friday Night Fan Fiction is available via Overclocked Remix at ocremix.org. Be sure to check them out for over 3,000 fan arrangements and 60 fan arrangement albums of free video game music. Ending credits music, Koopa Nova by Diodes. Opening musical credits, Nutritious, Castles in the Sand. We hope you enjoyed listening to this, and we'll catch you next episode.